Silent night. Holy Welcome to St. James Lutheran Church. My name is uh, Pastor Joel Hess, and uh, I have the privilege of sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with you. Thanks for listening, and if you'd like to support the ministry, the mission that God is doing here in the uh, Lincoln Park area through St. James, please go to our website and uh, donate online. Thanks for listening. Holy infant, so Merry Christmas. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. The angels announced Jesus' birth to Mary, to Joseph, and it's kind of nice that they told them first. <laughs> and of course, to the shepherds. What did they say? What were the three words that they said, I guess, in English? What's the first thing they said to each one? Don't be afraid. That was the most beautiful things you could possibly hear. That, that is the essence of the Holy Scriptures from old to new, from the Revelation back to Genesis. Do not be afraid. That is the Christmas message, if there ever was one. And it makes sense as we look to, uh, uh, someone took my, uh, who took my uh, crusher? Anyhow, when you, look to the, when you look to the manger scene, you see a baby. What more symbolic figure for do not be afraid that, and than an infant, right? So the angel's saying, do not be afraid. Can you, do you still hear them say that to you every day? Can you hear the angels singing to you? In the uh, movie Polar Express, sort of a Gnostic, uh, strange new religion of Santa Claus stuff, everybody know what I'm talking about Polar Express? It's been like 10 years, I think. Uh, what was the problem? The young boy couldn't do what? Remember that? And the adults, I guess, couldn't either. They could not hear the bells, Santa Claus's bells or something. So I'm not, I'm, if you haven't seen the movie, by the way, I, maybe I'm ruining it for you. But, uh, uh, but they couldn't hear the, the, the bells of Christmas, the bells of Santa Claus, right? At the very end, uh, Santa Claus drops a bell or something, or the bells are going, and the young boy couldn't hear them at all. Does that mean they weren't ringing? They were ringing. It doesn't mean they were not ringing, so it has nothing to do with, it has nothing to do with concrete truth. They were ringing, but the boy could not hear them. And we're not going to go as to why, because that's weird. But I think there's something to connect with Christmas with reality, with the real Christmas, that same story. The angels are singing, do not fear. You heard the words in your ear. But I sometimes think that we're not really hearing those words. Do not fear. Hearing the awesome good news of Christmas. And the reason why we don't hear that is because I think that we treat God as our pet dog, as our buddy on a leash. 
and not like the roaring lion that he is. That's really important. And I think when you do that, when you think of God as gentle and, and, and you only think of God as approving of everything that you do and he made you just like you're supposed to be and everything, and God loves you no matter what and, and you shouldn't be afraid of God in any way. When, when we talk like that about God, and I think we do that in America more than, more than ever, right? Because everything sort of, a, everything revolves around us. Our technology, everything. We, we literally create a society that revolves upon our every want and need, right? And so why not God as well? He's just another app on the iPhone. And we all do this. I do, the pastors do this. It's our default mode. So when people say, well, mankind invented God, they're not, they're not necessarily wrong. Sometimes it sounds like we did invent him because he seems like he's real happy with us. You know what I'm saying? And when you have no fear of God or no sense of judgment or you think there's nothing wrong with you and everything's fine in your life, then when the angels sing on Christmas Day, do not be afraid, you're not going to hear it. And I think a lot of people celebrate Christmas, but I don't think they are hearing the power of those words. Because you're not going to if you're already not afraid. And this is definitely, a, it happens, I remember in my teens and 20s, I wasn't a, afraid I'm not going to die, right? I mean, you just, you live like that. Now, thank God, because if people didn't have that b bizarre and ridiculous boldness, there'd be no accomplishments in this world. <laughs> you have to have that ridiculous, I'm not going to die, let's give it a try sort of attitude. But I think in general, Americans are basically, I would call them teenagers. We were actually, it's like a, that Benjamin Button's movie. We're actually going backwards in our maturity as, a hum, as, a, as humankind. When you don't have that fear, when you think everything's fine, you really don't, you're not afraid of death, you don't think you're, that's far off, and you don't think you're that bad of a person, you will not hear those words. Do not be afraid. You know, in the, uh, in the Old Testament, God was present with his people. He actually was there in the tabernacle. He dwelt among them. But uh, they very well knew that they needed to do this, this, and this to be clean. You couldn't just go and touch the Ark of the Covenant inside the tabernacle. You just couldn't go enter in the tent. God's presence was there. And they lived in this sense of, of fear, right? That they were unclean and God was clean. That they were unrighteous and God was righteous. And there was that fear, right? And, and that's really important. God present in this world is not something, oh, that's just warm and cozy. That shouldn't be our first default thinking. It wasn't in the Old Testament. God present in this world is awesome. It was great because he was there with us, and that's cool. But it was a sense of apartness and a sense of fear that went in there, and it should. So how much more when John says in today's gospel lesson, the word became what? Flesh and dwelt among us. In the Greek, 
tabernacled among us. John is literally saying that God who dwelt among us in the tabernacle in the past has now come no longer some sort of powerful force tenting with us in the tabernacle, but now he has come in the flesh and is dwelling among us. And then John says this, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only one from the Father, full of grace and truth. See, John heard those angels do not fear because John lived a life of being afraid of God. And then he met God. When he met Jesus. And Jesus touched him. And Jesus forgave him. And Jesus rose again and found John and said, Peace be with you. And John was no longer afraid of God. Do you hear those angels? It stinks to hear those angels because that usually means that you have come to face your own mortality. And you have come to fear the future. And you've come to be real honest about your sins. And that's a painful thing to do. It is painful to realize that you have screwed up. And you can't blame someone else. And it hurts to really think that what has happened in your life is on your shoulders. You really are at fault. Right? We, we hate being guilty. We, we will we'll throw anybody under the bus just like Adam did Eve in order not to feel guilty. But sometimes, and I hope you felt this and you do as you get older, you come because you have more chances to sin big time. It hurts to see yourself in the mirror and see ugliness. Or to see yourself in the mirror and see aging and dying. It hurts to be afraid. But I know <laughs> you know what that feels like. But it's only those times when we truly comprehend that we are sinners and that we truly comprehend that we are not long for this world and no technology, no medicine, no doctors have helped us out in any way. We're dying. We're going to die. That's it. That's painful. And it makes you be afraid. Then, and only then in those times, can you hear those bells of Christmas. And those songs of the angels who say to you, to your sins, to your fear of death, do not be afraid. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. Do not be afraid. This Savior, as we now know, goes and dies on the cross for you and for me. Do not be afraid. This little baby will rise. He has come to not just conquer sin, but he will rise from the dead and give you that power as well for free. You do not need to be afraid anymore. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. One of the most powerful things that ever happened to me in my life 
was on Christmas, and it changed the way I looked at Christmas forever, and it was a time when, indeed, I knew fear. I was in uh, visiting a member back in Cadillac. You might have heard this, I've written about this, and we're, I go to his house, and he's on his hospital bed, and it's a dad, and it's a grandpa, and everyone's surrounding him, and it's like December 20th. And I got a good buddy, Dave, who just lost his dad a couple days ago. And here's this guy, and, I, and I'm looking at this, and you're smelling the smell of hospital and dying. And I look up, and I see the whole house is decorated. And at the top of the tree was an angel. And at first you think this is the most ridiculous scene of death and Christmas. It's going to ruin Christmas forever for this family. And you know what I'm talking about. I bet some of you know exactly what that means to lose someone during Christmas or during Easter. And it taints that holiday from then on. It's connected to your celebration of Christmas and it seems bizarre and ridiculous, but the fact of the matter is, as I sat and looked at the angel, I realized, what is the angel saying? Do not be afraid. He's not saying that to happy families where everything's going well. Daddy's got a great job, so does mom. They got everything they want, and they're never going to die, and they never screwed up. He's saying that to people who are afraid, and only to people who are afraid. I mean, if you are not afraid, then you have nothing to do with Christianity or Jesus' gift. It's just you're not going to hear it. So in that room, this is exactly what Christmas is all about. It was the perfect time to celebrate Christmas. Not when things are going all great, we're not afraid, but when we are afraid. That's when you hear the angels. And that's when that family heard it, and I know that's my buddy Dave is going to hear it. And that's when you need to hear it. Do not be afraid, sinner. Do not be afraid, dying man. Christ has conquered sin and death. A Savior's been born to you. Merry Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all